transmitting from all around the goddamn country. It is the Specialist in Failure podcast. Um, podcast where we get together, we make fun of a lot of footballing and soccer topics that we have absolutely no idea about. Who do I do this True. with? Who do, I, who do I do this with? I do this with my friend Hector Acevedo. Say hello, yep. Heck. Oh, he's a, hello, he's a little, everybody. Okay, he's a little shy. And my other man, Alan Nakish. Yo, yo, what up? Okay. So the general kind of deal with this is a little uh, group thing going in uh, Facebook Messenger, uh, you know, where we yap about where we yap about all things football. Um, and then, uh, like any board... Uh, pop culture Americans, we decided, hey, let's like do a podcast about like all of the blatherings we've been doing. So it's like basically been, it's been like, you know, for about like six years, we've had this thing going. I remember it's like, it was not long after uh, Chelsea had won the Champions League. Again, this is not me trying to, you know, trying to claim fame or anything. We've had some pretty bad years since then too. Spoiler alert. But that's just kind of where this whole thing grew out of. And uh, we're going to, the Specialist in Failure podcast is we're going to basically be taking all of the uh, footballing nonsense from the week, and we're going to be kind of dissecting that for you folks here. So uh, let's, give like, uh, let's give like our little introductions here. Um, Hector, tell them about yourself, uh, what your favorite teams are, um, what a woman could do to turn you on, whatever, whatever you want to, whatever you want to say. <laughs> Oh man! Um, well, being Harry Kane helps a lot. Okay. Uh, Breathe through your mouth as much as possible. Uh, is what he's yeah, I'm Hector. <laughs> uh, I'm Hector. Uh, I am in Northern Virginia, uh, part of the DC area. Um, if it doesn't, if I didn't already tell on myself, I'm a Spurs supporter, uh, and uh, they have that a very unbiased Spurs supporter. There's nobody more Harry unbiased Kane. than me. I can see how so, uh, looking good as a woman, though. So that's that's okay. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, that's that's me. And we discussed this before, though, because like you have uh, you have a favorite uh, Liga Liga MX team, right? Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm born into Chivas, uh, and blood in, that's, blood out. That's man. what I'm going to be forever and ever. The goats. Now the goats. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, cool. And, uh, yeah, tell them a bit, little bit about yourself because like, you've got like a pretty interesting, you've got like a pretty interesting gig, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I dabble a little bit in, uh, so soccer, um, uh, or football as we like to call it and we'll probably call it football. Yeah, yeah we're going to, let's, by let's the way, agree. yeah, we're, uh, we're like, we're, we're not like American, uh, American, like, uh, soccer. Fans, in the usual way, in uh, most, you know, in being annoying in most ways, the one annoying way we are is how we are going to keep calling it football. We, we feel we are very British. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know, I personally, I just can't help it anymore. It just happens. Um, but yeah, I, I dab a little bit in uh, football, soccer, analytics, uh, some MLS. Uh, I wasn't always the, the biggest MLS fan, uh, but... Um, we spent like I've entire years making recently. Fun of MLS. Very like I've embraced it, and it's 
I don't know. I'm, I'm really enjoying the MLS and um, what it is, enjoying it for what it is, and it's, it's pretty cool. It's fun. All right. All righty, all righty, all righty. Um, we want to introduce next um, our friend over in, well, I'll let him introduce it, um, Alan Nakish. Alan Nakish, tell the folks about yourself, so your soccer loves um, Yo. things that make you things that make you sick. Whatever. <laughs> um, things that make me sick. Buster uh, Rhyme. Arsenal. Whatever. Hello, I'm Alan. Uh, reporting to you live from San Diego, California. I am also a huge uh, Tottenham supporter. Uh, unlike Hector, extremely biased. Very biased. Will. You will always see me in the NBC Sports comments chatting it up. To be fair, you'll also see you'll also see that from Hector, but we, we won't talk about that right now. We'll we'll get yeah, into that, that later. We have a whole part of this podcast dedicated to just that. Yeah, well, is what it is. I mean, Hector can't be helped sometimes. I can't help myself. Yeah. Now, now tell the folks. Also, you also have a very interesting gig, right? You also have a very yeah. interesting thing that you do. Like, I, if, like, uh, I, if like I were meeting you in the bar and I was like trying to pick you up or something and I said, what do you do? You'd say. <laughs> I say, hey, I do everything. Um, I'm mainly a photographer by day and by night <clears throat> I am a podcaster. No, I'm just kidding. I'm also a photographer at night. But... Um, that is uh, what I mainly do, and then what I do outside of that is a lot of uh, creative ventures. I am one half of a local San Diego creative group called Park Owls FC, which is soccer-based and hosts like art events and so, does merch. Yeah, so when I'm like less of a bit of a lazy shit, I'm going to actually put up all of this information, like where you can like you know see, you know, give you links, give you links to like his stuff give you links to anything creative that I ever end up doing, that'll never happen. Um, one of my favorite hobbies is procrastination and avoiding creative outlets. When I'm like less of a bit of a lazy shit, I'm going to actually put up all of this information, like where you can like, you know, see, you know, give you links, give you links to like this stuff, give you links to anything creative that I ever end up doing, that'll never happen. Um, one of my favorite hobbies is procrastination and avoiding creative outlets um so i guess it's my turn then hello this is your semi-lovely host maurice downs um i'm broadcasting here from lovely brooklyn new york which i was actually born in not quite raised in but born in um i live back in brooklyn live in the uh live in the lovely planet of bedford stuyvesant or bedsty um uh, by day, I'm a software engineer for whomever I do that for. By night, I avoid all of my creative outlets. Um, tell a little bit about my soccer loves. It's actually like it's actually like quite a lot. Like my main 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 team is Chelsea FC. That's like my favorite sports team. Period. I love that more than I love some of my friends and family. Um, uh, locally, out of like the two MLS teams, I lean more towards Red Bulls because they were the original Metro Stars, 
and I like being on the losing side of arguments. But <laughs> um, for Liga MX, I have uh, I've decided to lean towards Cruz Azul so that I can make I can make absolutely so I can make absolutely certain I lose at the finish line. Um, I'm, I'm very big on the Peric victory. Um, and I have, I have a bunch of others because like when I actually got into football or soccer or whatever the hell we're calling it, like there was, uh, you know, if we were calling it football, like that's a law here. Okay. Alan just kind of laid down the law here. I'm the, I'm the show's <laughs> moderator, but sometimes I can just be told to shut the hell up too. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, so and to be just to, to know to be more even more like even bigger assholes, we're doing this while the NFL is kicking off. The first game of the season is actually happening. I want right you now. to okay, fully. I want you so. Yeah. By the way, quick aside: if you hadn't like picked this up, like every single person on this like podcast is an immigrant. Like ain't none yeah. of us. <laughs> like ain't none of us. Like so. Like I want you to be furious at us. <laughs> yeah. I want you Wait. to be furious, like, like none, none, none of us, like, like we're all like, uh, especially under this administration, we're all like a whisper from all being like deported to like Africa City. So, <laughs> oh man. So, so yeah, like we man. are the worst. Like, our, they'll like they'll like they'll they'll pick one of our countries and just send us there. It's just like, uh, you're all going to Arabia. Fuck it. Um. <laughs> So, uh, just to kind of start things off, we're going to start some things off with some uh, non, uh, non-soccery topics before we get into the meat of the um, thing. Are, are, are y'all paying attention at all? Like, let's do some uh, housekeeping here. Are y'all paying attention at all to these Kavanaugh hearings? Um, like, this dude who's about to be um, confirmed for the Supreme Court? Yes? No? Third answer, yeah, Morris. I'm, uh, I'm a minority, and I'm really not paying attention to this shit. Um, it's kind of hard to, to ignore it when you're this close from it. Um, right. I'm 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 a few miles away from the orange one, so right. it's kind of a it's kind of difficult to to avoid it. I uh, mean, you guys like ride the metro at the same time sometimes. Like you can smell his like you can smell like the the Big Mac that he's unwrapping like a few cars away. <laughs> Yes, Big Macs and Diet Cokes. Right. Um, we may or may not have shared a Diet Coke in the past. I may be part of the resistance in the White House. I, I'm not, you know, I, I'm i trying to stop um, his worst soccer inclinations and stop him from being an Arsenal Ultra. I mean, his son is, his son uh, is, Arsenal supporter. is an Arsenal supporter. Mm. I mean, like, that, you think that's just like, coincidental is but. that is that coincidence <laughs> i have to stop i have to stop because actually some very lovely people i know are arsenal fans also some very lovely people also some very lovely people i know like actually think olive garden is italian food so listen you leave my sister out of this <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm, we are, we're not saying anything more about that um so, so I'll, I'll tell you like what my thoughts are about that it's kind of like how do you want me to like really get that excited about this anymore? You dig what I'm saying? Because it's just like the man like indicts, I mean, anything related to, you know, 
Trump. Like the man like indicts himself on like a bi-weekly basis, right? Like he basically puts himself right. He's like he's like he like he is the rapper who tells on himself. So like, how do you want me to like even like get that excited about this anymore, right? So then they'll go, they'll make a big deal about like the Dems will like say they'll say this and that, but at the end of the day, like they'll like you know write a really like stern letter about how upset they are about this, and then he's just going to get like confirmed anyway, you know. I mean, that's uh, that's how I feel about it. Right. Like how? Yeah. Like can I get that excited about it anymore? It's like, I think I may have listened to a total of like three and a half minutes of this guy talking, and I already knew that like he was a piece of shit. Like, yeah. Like was, you know, just and I feel like you know I I've seen this story before. I know how how this one ends. You know, and it doesn't end with this guy not being <laughs> on the Supreme Court. <laughs> right. Exactly. Have we not, like, been down this path, like, a hell of a bunch of times? It's just, like, somebody says some real, like, oh, I'm scared of you, Democrats, you know? And then, like, the motherfucker just ends up in the seat anyway. We, we literally went through this, like, just a few months ago. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, like I'd rather at this point, I'd rather not know why he's so terrible. Just <laughs> like just almost like in. surprise me at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, little man, um, yeah. he's gonna get it anyway. Yeah, it's like, all right, federalist, whatever, whatever. Like, fuck, fuck you. Like, essentially. Yeah, that's that's basically yeah, that that's basically where I'm at with it. It's just, I think yeah. like we've made like the basic consensus here that like. You know, if all of you want to get excited about that, that's great. However, I've got like about two years of history that tell me that like that I have I have absolutely no reason to believe that he will not be that he's not like already on the Supreme Court, and that yeah. he's just like he's like pretty almost, much he, he's he's yeah. there he's there already. Yeah, it's really the hope that kills you. It's 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 the hope that kills you. Waiting is the hardest part. Yeah. Um. True Detective Season 3, I want to ask y'all guys about this. Are we excited now? Have um, you looked at that at all? Like, do you care? Uh, because True Detective I, Season 2 I'm was basically like, a, you know, like a several months long, you know, um, visual, visual hanging. Like, oh my god, can this just end? But, and it didn't. So, but um, I'd like to think that they're heading in a good direction. Yeah. Alan, you well, sound. I was on the yes. wrong side of history when it comes to uh, season two. You were pulling for that for a, like I a was, really. I was hanging on, out. and then you know, man. I mean, it started out okay, but then yeah, it just took a nosedive. Uh, with that being said, I excitement might not be the word I use, but I'm looking forward to watching season three because I feel like. Now there, now there's been time given to actually write the story instead of it being rushed off the back of success of season one, and I don't know. All things point to something that could potentially be coherent and also not have Vince Vaughn in it. Right. That would be amazing. Yeah, um, I have I have zero expectations, so they can only surprise me with something good. Right. So. Like the. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, like, 
they're, you know, I will give True Detective another chance. Just I feel like I, I feel like I have to. You know what I mean? I'm not giving Mayans or some shit like that a chance. Like, you know. <laughs> no, but I feel man, the algorithm people... keeps trying to push Mayans on me. Oh my god! Every I feel like a lot of people are trying. Mayans. I'm like, they're like, the tagline should just be, "Will you fall for this again?" Mayan. Yes, and I'm like, I, I will not let you beat me, algorithm. Yeah, yeah. I will not really. click. I will not hover over your advertisement. I'm just gonna keep scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> right now, it, it, this is another one where I kind of feel like, haven't we been down this path before? Because like, what, like, weren't like, okay, if, like the so, um, if that last show what was the original show called again, so wait, if, if, if Sons of Anarchy. Like, the show which like, will not be named. If we're like, if Sons of Anarchy were like eight seasons long, didn't y'all have like six bad seasons or something like that? And you're ready to be it was like, basically like watching Arsenal, right? Like, and it's being like, if you, if you wait, 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 it. we're not, uh, Alan, Alan, damn, Alan. <laughs> this is an international break. This is like, it's a little it's early. Like a time of peace. It's a little early to be this mean. <laughs> we haven't gotten into the banter yet. Come on. <laughs> and there's always time for banter, Maurice. Why are people looking forward to Mayan's MC? Like, seriously. Seriously, um, that's like that's like looking forward to, like, a Dexter spinoff. Like, didn't we agree that, like, of, the uh, last... It's not even like you had... It's not even like Dexter had one bad season. Dexter had, like, ha the, half of it was bad. That's the thing with, like, SOA. Half of it was bad. Like, why are people, like, looking forward to a spinoff? I don't know. I feel like the I, people that jumped on to the SOA bandwagon jumped on after it became bad. So right, right. So they're just like they're just riding it. They're riding the wave. They're also their their judge of what is good is well not questionable. Good. Questionable, <laughs> right? Yeah. They're probably like still waiting for the Walking Dead to go somewhere. Um, Okay, so as um, so to get into the kind of the meat of specialists and failure, I will be your lovely host. I'm going to give the lads here a topic. We're going to talk through it. We're going to. I will be your moderator. I will keep things semi peaceful until I feel like they don't need to be, and maybe they don't need to be. I don't know, but. Um, uh, we're going to we're going to talk about through some of the happenings for this week, and they're going to be lovely and football related, and um, there's definitely going to be as little bias as possible, except there's going to be a ton of bias. So the kind of first thing I want to kind of talk us through right now, Premiership basically just started. If the season ends today. How many, how many points do Chelsea win by? No, sorry, 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 sorry. Let's start over. Start over. Time. Time. You made some mistakes. I made some mistakes. Let's just start over. I'm sorry. I got very emotional. Do we feel happy about where the Premiership has gone so far? Uh, happy, sad. What are we thinking here? Uh, I mean, personally, I feel like it's gone kind of as 
expected, except for Watford being third in the table. Uh, I'm not really surprised. Um, at at where every uh, everyone is is at right now, I did expect Man City to to not start off as um, strong as they did uh, last year. Not to say that I'm not saying that it was a fluke, but uh, it's kind of hard to to replicate that. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm not really surprised. It, it's been fun. Um, I do like seeing um, Arsenal in ninth place. That is. <laughs> That's pretty good to see. Uh, kind of surprised that uh, that West Ham is that bad. Uh, didn't I didn't expect quite expect. Be. Here's the thing, because I feel like at the beginning of the season, when I found out that it's Pellegrini who's like managing those guys, right? Yeah. I told you that that's the person I was most scared of, right? Pellegrini, because Pellegrini, like, I actually really respect him as a manager. And I'm a little surprised by how little it, it hasn't mattered. Now, maybe they're going to, like, they're waiting for the Pellegrini effect to happen, but... Yeah. Um, he also just... looks like that one Muppet. <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> what? Doesn't he look like one of those Muppets with, uh... Oh! Uh, which one? I always forget the name of it. Waldorf though. and Statler, you mean? The dudes who like laugh like, in like know, the balcony. Like one of the guys that hangs out with like Kermit and like Piggy, and, you know the Muppets. Which one does he but look like? Made... If anybody listens, if anybody's listening to this and you figure this out, let us know. Yeah, yeah. right in, uh, right in. Which because Muppet? like I want, please, I want uh, Alan to be all the analyst he can be. Of failure. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, help us out because like myself and Hector are clearly stumped right now. Yeah, like I, I, I don't know either, but it was a thought that I've had for some time. If I, could, I don't know his name, but if I saw his face, I'd be like, yeah. I just wasn't. I mean, I, I, I wasn't expecting Muppet talk, so I didn't brush up on my Muppets. I, me neither. Honestly, I, this, I'm, I'm kind of going off the cuff. I'm sorry, guys. You know. <laughs> I feel like you know. I, I feel like you're still totally blameless. But at least for this to, episode, uh, to segue it back into the premiership, um, and actually calling it that, uh, <laughs> West Ham are playing like the Muppets would play soccer. So, like you know, like right. it, I feel like it seems right. very appropriate. It's appropriate uh, for a bunch of people who have a hand up their arse. Right, 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 right. Um, but I, I'd have to echo. Hector's sentiments for the most part. Uh, Watford, obviously the most surprising team so far. Um, also didn't see Man City starting off too hot. I actually didn't expect uh, Spurs to start off as hot as they did and then get cooled down immediately by Watford. But, like, you know, like, uh, there's, so there's been a couple surprises. I feel, so but far, here's the thing. It's all part of the course. For my, for my part, Is that like a little um the the Watford win almost felt like a tiny bit fluky? Right? So it's like the difference like right. sometimes like you get that initial because like I didn't expect Chelsea to start off four no. I did not expect that at all. Right. And I still I mean, don't know like where they can really even take that. Is like almost the difference that you just 
get or start off with enough of those like lucky lucky enough wins yeah although uh, okay well the argument i'm going to make at least as far as the watford game is to be totally fair and this is not like i'm not trying to talk shit on you know your team like i, I love you guys i love i think you know i'm not racist but i'm not racist <laughs> go ahead i'm not racist but I really wish they would respect the troops. No, um, I don't. I do think for the Watford game, Spurs were not quite up to their best. No, I, I, I don't think so either. I mean, but it was, to be it totally fair, sad. though, it's two set piece goals. Right? Yeah, uh, which seems to be a consistent theme in the goals that they that they've given up over oh, the is past it? seasons. Well, Tottenham, so you think, like, their defense of set pieces is not great right now? Are they missing? Is it because, like, because, like, Sun's away? Is that the deal, or what? Um, I, I, I wish it had the deal with Sun being away, but it seems to be, like, a pretty consistent theme of the last couple seasons, I would say. I but, think it's... I think it, camps, what do you think? Um, it's passion. That's the answer that everybody always says. <laughs> If you passion, say, okay, so um, okay, I would like to, I would like to thank you, everyone, for coming to the last episode of Specialist in Failure. Because I swear to Christ, if you start that, it's a lack, it's a lack of passion in it. We're not doing this, Hector. We're not doing this. No, um, yeah, no, but you're, you're right though. I, I didn't feel like they were really up for that game. Um, it was, it felt like a weird lineup, and maybe that was because. Uh, Lloris was out, um, and maybe that had something to do with it. Um, he was sober the week before, and he was our captain, and true, and and we won. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think maybe maybe he was what was missing because I I do like when when um, Toby Vertonghen uh, and uh, and Sanchez are in the back. Um, yeah, yeah. Usually that's that's been like a very good formula uh for spurs but uh yeah it just it just did not work out um no one could get it going kane couldn't get it going yeah uh, he seemed pretty absent from the game until like late in it late in it like i think it was like maybe the 87th minute or something where he had his first shot on goal yeah for a guy that has I don't know, consistently put up big shots on goal numbers, which I don't know what the fuck that stat's called. Oops, I mean, so, <laughs> Hector. I, I mean, and this was still in <laughs> August, right? Hector, can you just Right, see? true. It was still August, and he kind of owns August now. So, yeah. so that was very surprising. <laughs> he scored in That's August. He scored in August, yeah, he, scored he did. In August, yeah, which so. is... It's something that like always like drove me crazy because I, I don't know. To me, I felt like he hasn't really played lots of games in August. Yeah, uh, he's usually hurt in August generally. and like generally injured in August, um, um, and or he wasn't very good um, when he was a, a youth player playing in August. But yeah, yeah, he did it. He scored in August. What do we think the uh, total amount of goals he's gonna get is? Oh, this, let this year? first, because um... <laughs> this year, this year, do you mean uh, Harry Kane? Yep, I think Harry Sir Kane is Harry still, he's Kane. still 
probably a consistent, uh, so probably a consistent fifteen or twenty. I think he's still good for that. Um, will he? Um, he could probably just wrestle it away from. It, because like I'm, I'm kind of wondering who takes it now out of Salah or Sane, right? I mean not Sane, uh, Mane. Um, yeah. At, at Liverpool, like who it, takes it at that club right now? Because like, um, it feels like the one who like really has the battery in his back right now is Sadio Mane, and. Right. I'm interested to see how that battle goes. If I if I could like actually like circle this back for a second, like if I had to grade the beginning of this Premiership, you know, as far as like to list it like among Premierships, um, I'm going to give it like a strong B plus. I'm going to give it a strong B plus because like I'm seeing enough drama, enough, you know, enough narrative. narrative. I feel like any season that starts off without Wenger. Is already going to be an interesting season, right? Right. It's, a, it's already yeah. a better season. You know, rest in peace to my dude, Arson. You know, keep um, you know, keep throwing that money off the top of the Eiffel Tower. Do you remember that? Do you remember that saying from him, by the way? How batshit was this? If you take uh, if you take uh, twenty million from the top of the Eiffel Tower and you throw off twenty million, you do not have it anymore. And everybody, <laughs> and everybody in the audience was just like, "That's a great saying." Also, what the fuck does that mean? Like he was like clearly like just beginning to lose it. Like, bro, just say that you don't want to spend the money. Like, you didn't have to like bring in the Eiffel Tower analogy. He's French. I mean, he had to bring in the. He Eiffel had to bring Tower like what they like pay him. Like, it's just like, uh, hello, we are from uh, Paris he's, Tourism. He's paid uh, by the Board of Tourism. Right. Exactly. Like, like that. Like, let them be. Do you know? By the way, French was not his first language. No, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, French was not his first language. So they're like actually, you know, they're like a trillion languages actually spoken in France. And in the village that he grew up in, it was actually not. It was like such a, he was like so cut off, you know, from like, you know, he doesn't go to like any of the major cities, you know, often enough yeah. to do this. So it was whatever the local language was. And I forget what that was. So yeah, he's uh, for... A lot of reasons, you know, um, as much crap as we're going to give him over the next however many episodes of this. Like, uh, he's a very interesting man. A very interesting man. Um, wow. So that's like... So I have two Spurs... fact of the day. <laughs> I have two Spurs fans here right now. Um, can you kind of take me through... I know you brought up Hugo's drunk driving charge. What is happening there exactly? And... You know, do y'all have, and as you know, like a follow-up question, what do you, what are y'all putting in um, Lloris's uh, commissary? I'll start with I kind of feel, I kind of feel like um, the the team and Pochettino's kind of uh, shied away from like from publicly doing anything to reprimand Lloris um, because of who he is and I guess his history as a footballer and as a person and as the team and as a captain on the team, one of the leaders, the captain of the World Cup um, champion. Uh, so I, I think all of that really drove the decision to just like let the legal system handle it. Um, 
and and for for the club not to suspend him for a game. I know um, there's a lot of fans that were very upset that he wasn't suspended for a game. Um, they for felt me, like for me, that's what the Watford game was. Yeah, what, I know. The, I know they saying? they said that he was sick. Is that what they said? Or, <laughs> sick or of- or something sounds or like an excuse <laughs> Yeah, but um, he played against Man U, and they, 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 he sat for the for the Watford game. Uh, we don't know if the reason that they gave is is uh, the truth, but they sat him. Um, and I don't know. I feel like this is gonna like kind of fade away because he's such a quiet guy, and I, he'll hear crap from away fans. Um, but I don't know. I feel like he's such a low-profile guy that, honestly, I don't even know if I've ever heard him speak before. Um, I don't think I've heard, I've heard him talk before. Yeah, okay. Did it change your <laughs> life? He sounds very French, but his, but his English is, like, pretty immaculate. Yeah, I what feel like it's going to fade he, away, though. Okay, I mean, so what would happen if he threw $20 million off the top of the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> I mean, he won the World Cup, so probably... He, he probably know, like, did that. He probably Right, he probably yeah. did that anyway. He probably did. It's what I would do. Yeah. It's why That's I don't have, yeah. it's why I don't have 20 million pounds. But as he was throwing it, um, what's his name? Uh, Giroud jumped in front of him and covered him up, just like he did at the World Cup um, <laughs> oh, celebration. Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> spicy topics right now oh what is going on with y'all's stadium and are you worried at all uh initially yes um but looking at the bigger picture no because if the reason things are being held up are for reasons of safety then i'm not worried that's just like going to happen in any construction project really and it seemed like too fast of a timeline to really get it done when it was supposed to be done. Mm. Uh, I'm not worried about yeah. playing at Wembley or something like that because we're we're great there now. That's basically so. home at this point. Like you yeah. were sh- you guys were shaped were if I remember correctly, I, and I never do, but yeah. you were like a little shaky for a bit, and then you kind of like settled into it. Because, like, what's the deal it with Wendy? Uh, it's like a, it's like it was a little... like the first season we came back to the Champions League. We were shaky in it. and It was, we like, it was like a little, uh, it's a little wider than the usual pitch or something like that, right? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. A, it's a wider pitch than, than White Hart Lane was. Um, <laughs> and there was the, the Wembley, uh, what, what do they call it? The Wembley Hoodoo or something oh, like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, but that was quickly, like, like destroyed last year once the yeah. season started and i think after like the first game against man u last year um that we did not win um that was pretty much destroyed and uh no, yeah. it's been fine uh stadium it's kind of hard for it to like affect us over here on the other <laughs> side of the pond because um we're not going to games uh right. But yeah, like Ellen says, like I think ultimately it's gonna open up. Um, it's a really big project. There's some really like crazy technological things happening with the retractable 
American football field and, and all these other things. It's a really modern stadium. So I'm sure it's, a, it's, it's not an easy thing to, to wrap up. So one thing I want to kind of bring you to again before we get off the very, very uh, interesting topic of Tottenham Hotspur <laughs> is one week. Now, remember, we, like, for some reason, I can't remember, we couldn't record this Monday. All right, yeah, we, um, yeah, we just decided we couldn't record Monday, and then I got hideously busy <coughs> over the other two days. Yeah. Now, I'm looking at my topic here right now to give to you, Lats, to talk about, and it's Manu Zero Spurs 3. Oh, I should, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did I say that? Did I say yeah? I, I, I feel like you know where I'm going with this, and yes, I am kind of a piece of shit. You remember that. It was Man, man U, it was man U nil, Spurs 3. The next week happens. Watford 2, Tottenham 1. Yep. Do you feel emotionally ready to talk with me about that yet? And, you know, are we still friends? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, even um, if it's like diminished friendship, I can take that too. Because it's not like I owe you money or anything. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, the royalties for this podcast. <laughs> so again, like I can't get away from the fact that if Watford didn't win the match, they would have tied, right? So yeah, it wasn't Spurs at their absolute best, but they weren't totally awful either. I've seen Spurs when they were just awful, and they weren't awful that match. But it's just it's interesting how quickly fortunes can change in the Premiership. So is that, is that like is that kind of knocking you on is that knocking you on your arse or are you saying, um, or are you like my friend Alan Nakish and you only deal in absolutes? <laughs> I think what it is is a kind of complacency after a big victory like that, which has been a problem before. You know, you're it's like. I guess I'm never really worried about Spurs like being up for it, even when they do lose to like to the bigger teams, quote unquote. But um, you know, uh, it just seems like they assume that they will steamroll whoever is like below like fourth or fifth place or something. And you know, sometimes you get a rude awakening. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like these types of losses really affect these guys. Uh, I think Pochettino, he, he's really changed. Like he has a diff something sp like different going on there. Like the, the culture of the team isn't one where you lose a game and then it's like the, the team is in shambles and everyone's hating each other and, 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 um, fighting in the locker rooms. They're, they're fine. They lost right now. Everybody's with their national teams. Yeah, uh, they'll be back soon. Playing Uno in the locker room, um, coming up with new 
Deli Alley challenges. Um, <laughs> sun's coming. I'm not completely certain I can do that with my hand. <laughs> I'm not completely. I haven't Sun. tried it yet. I. You know what? Like, for somebody. Okay, so like with men, there's like generally like I feel like it just falls into two distinct camps. It's just like there's ones, there's like you're like fifteen to twenty percent who generally can dance, and you're eighty percent who just kind of stick up by the wall and say, "Honey, when are we going home?" I fall into <laughs> the first camp. Like I can like actually like I have a fair amount of rhythm, especially for a software engineer. But you know what I can't do? I still haven't figured out how to do. You know, I've not figured out how to do. I can't do the Fortnite dance. <laughs> which which one? There's, yeah, you're gonna have the to... hip shaking, the hip shake, with the hands. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Like I keep, I keep, I honestly keep fucking that up. I I think if you're over thirty, you probably can't do them. So I think we're like, and you're not expected yeah. to know how to do them. I'm way over thirty, so. Oh, so can I also? I'm way the fuck over thirty. Add in an aside about Fortnite. Please. Uh, fuck that game. (laughs) (laughs) I got it for free. If you're you're over thirty, you're probably really bad at it too. As I just, (laughs) it's I I had to delete it off every platform that I own. (laughs) That's a lot of platforms. Because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they have. I'm pretty sure they've adapted it for the TI-83 at this point. That's incredible. But fuck that game. Yeah. <laughs> back to where. Uh, yeah, but back to Spurs. I mean, they'll be fine. Um, this is not the first time we have. They have a disappointing loss after a big win, <laughs> like Gallon said. It's not going to be the last time. Um, I was, I don't know, I was going into it thinking that this was going to happen, um, and it did. Um, Alan felt otherwise, and um, it, I, I, he took the loss very well, very um, graciously, <laughs> which uh, rarely ever happens. You don't take anything graciously. Uh, I, I don't, I don't. I'm, uh, uh, nobody's ever called me a gracious man. The thing is... Um, so there are going to be certain character arcs that happen as this podcast goes on, and you're going to find that light again. Like there, there's no like less gracious person. There's like it's like full on like, how does it feel for your team to lose that badly? Your shit. Um, hey Maurice, um, how's it? Uh, I'm going to come celebrate Chelsea's relegation, or it's going to be, why did I follow Spurs? I don't get why I did this. It, 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 there's like no, no, those, there's really no in are, between there. These are just all the parts of a Premier League season that one goes through. As long as this is this isn't recorded right after a Spurs defeat, we're fine. Right, right, right. Oh, that, that that'll we never happen. It, I like, couldn't do. But here's the thing: I can never I do think that the to you. General though. rule should be that we only record these after Tottenham win. You never, never. <laughs> that that ain't happening. That ain't happening. <laughs> I'll tell you. We can right. record right. I will right tell after you, a match. brother. Brother, I will tell. I will say right now that ain't happening. <laughs> Not happening. But what I can oh, promise man. you, what I can promise you, is that it won't be immediately after because nobody wants to talk. Especially like there's no really 
American sport I can define this like. Don't talk to me after a Chelsea loss. Like, for at least, like, a few days. God, ain't that the truth? Ain't yeah. that the truth and a half. I mean, seriously, like, just don't talk to me right now. Don't talk to me. Like, like when, we, when we lost, like, the in the final of the Champions League, I think, to Man U, um, it was just like, okay, okay. So now that my soul has been crushed in front of my face and turned into and snorted up like cocaine, I'm just going to go cry in the corner now. And, like, everyone, you know, people just have to understand that. Just, like, when, yeah. when, when like, Rebecca told you all that, like, I actually fainted when, like, Chelsea won that year. I did faint. Like, it's a weird, it's a weird <laughs> you know, feeling. In case you're wondering what that's like, it's a like, weird feeling. I was like, yeah, Rebecca Lua did tell us that. <laughs> Rebecca Lua. You're pronouncing that wrong. It's Lua. Lua. Like, camp. Lua. Hopefully... One day, you know, Alan, Alan and I Alan, Alan, will, will experience winning a trophy um, that is not the, the ICC um, <laughs> tournament. <laughs> I, I wonder what that'll feel like. I don't even know, man. Like, I, no, no team I support has won anything. Um, well, okay, so recently. wow, we got, uh, we got really dark out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> I'm going to move on. This is kind of a fast one, but I want to get your take on it. Cronaldo hasn't scored yet. And in case anybody's wondering, um, the illustrious Max Ornstein, none of y'all know who that is, but he came up with a um, portmanteau, portmanteau, if you will. I don't know if I'm using that term correctly, for Cristiano Ronaldo, because to differentiate from Ronaldo Ronaldo, which is... Um, Oh, he of, you know, national team, 98 World Cup Ronaldo. Totally different dude. This is Cronaldo. Yeah, the Cron. The Cron. Cron Dizzo. Yeah. So there's he, Ronaldo, the one who, the Brazilian, the original. Then there's the original Ronaldo, Ronaldo. And then there's Fat Ronaldo. Who is the current guy playing in Syria? Oh, wait, what? (laughs) The current Ronaldo. (laughs) Okay, okay. Now now you introduced another Ronaldo. You know, Hector, I don't get why we keep inviting you on the show. (laughs) I honestly don't understand. You're such a problem, child. So my question Uh, is, hasn't scored yet. What is it going to be like when he retires in two weeks? No, I'm kidding. Um, Is this, like... Do we are we concerned? No. Nope. Do we not nope, care? This happened. Is he still is like... he like still a very good looking and I and I want to also commend him because like I saw him on uh complex short about sneakers and I have to say his is his English is excellent. Yeah. I'm I guess I'm not concerned for two reasons. One, I don't care. Okay. That's fair. That's a really good, that's a very good reason to not be concerned. Uh, two, something similar like this, I feel like, happened last season, where uh, it wasn't exactly that he didn't score, but everyone thought Ronaldo was done, or, sorry, Cronaldo was done. Cronaldo, please pronounce then, that correctly. Yes, of course. And then what ended up happening is he, like, dominated the entire, like, Champions League. Yeah, not concerned. He's Cronaldo. He's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah. He's, 
he's gonna I, I, he's gonna figure it out. Um, a bunch of new teammates. He's been with with the same teammates at Real Madrid for right, so, so long. Right. So is this like uh, is this just a thing of like him just needing to just get used to, you know, a different kind of, you know, level of fan worship. Yeah, I mean, I think the problem, I mean... Different, different underwear that. being thrown at him. You know, you have to yeah. consider different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Italian underwear is different than Spanish. True, <laughs> true, true. It's more of a... Uh, do you think Bale speaks think, Spanish? Do you think Ronaldo, like, changes his underwear based on, like, country that he's in? I think... Ronaldo changes his underwear based on mood. Like, he's just that rich and just that pretty. Right. I can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can totally uh, see it. Unfortunately, like, unfortunately, I can see it. <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't have to mentally picture that if you don't feel like it. It's too late. It's too yeah, late? it's way too late. Way too late. Um... <laughs> to bring it back now. Let's bring it back to this side of the globe. Osorio. Hector. Yeah. Are Ooh. we upset? Going to Paraguay. Um, I'm kind of Are I'm we upset? Or, that that's, because I was sort that, of wondering. I thought that he got because, again, it's the Mexican FA. Um, they fire people like Ronaldo changes underwear. Ronaldo changes underwear. Damn. Yeah, I don't know who's who's had more managers. Uh, Mex- who's gone through more managers, the Mexican FA or, or Chelsea? Chelsea. I got to say Chelsea. <laughs> I got to say Chelsea. Yeah. I can by a hair. Like, by a hair, though. It's like, it's yeah. like photo finish. Oh, man. Yeah, but, um, but uh, sorry. I mean, I was one of those people that. that oh, shit. Sorry, just stay. got fired. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't fired. He, he just said, like, I. I'm I'm done with this. Like, yeah, I can't I can't work for you guys anymore. <laughs> so was it like <laughs> fr- so was it frustra- anymore? Abuse, so was it frustration from fans, or from everyone? Was it frustration or was it just because I got the impression, you know, all kidding aside for a second, I got the impression that it was kind of I want to, I want this new challenge. Paraguay just gave me a bunch of money. Or yeah, I think was it something else? I, I it sounds like what what he wanted from from the the Mexican FA is a little bit more autonomy to like to run the show himself, and they just weren't really willing to give him that. There's just too the, the Mexican FA is like it's like the NFL owners. It's like there's <laughs> there's no way that you can like. You, you can't do anything on your own. You have no power if you're the Mexican uh, national team manager. So I think eventually he just got fed up. And But he's a... Um, I'm kind of disappointed... Not disappointed, but I was hoping that he would, like, land uh, a better job. Or not to say that Paraguay is not a good job, but I was thinking that he would land in Colombia or uh, be the U.S. MNT... Um, Manager um, who has not hired a manager. When did they fire Klinsman? 
Oh, well, Bruce Arena. Like, yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Years ago. So yeah, I was I was thinking that that would be the perfect fit. Um, that didn't happen, but uh, no, I like Osorio. I, I was disappointed that that um, that he decided to leave um, Mexico. Um, I was hoping that they would give him a chance to 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 make his plan come to fruition. Uh, because the players really seem to love him, and that doesn't usually happen. I, so, yeah. Um... I personally thought that getting drummed out of a managership after losing to like Brazil at the World Cup sounded like the most Mexican FA way to fire somebody in the world. I mean, basically at that point, you basically have to go like manage like Chelsea because you basically have managed Chelsea at that point. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I mean... That's just the way uh, it is. Mexican soccer fans are. Uh, just Wasn't there like the, that like, fifth like, game? Quinto partido. You got to get to the fifth game. Uh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> it did not is happen. That, is that the new No Era Panam? <laughs> yeah. You, you got to get to. That's like the fifth game is like uh, the, the fourth place um, Arsene Wenger trophy. <laughs> Outstanding. Good to know. Yeah, we're Damn. going to we're going to find out how many like podcasts like Alan like makes it to. I've got like my money on like three or four. <laughs> oh God! Before he has to, before you have to get three seems out, pretty high. Before you have to get transferred out, lad. Um. Okay, I think we. But, uh, hmm? back, back to like just one more thing about Osorio. Uh, I think ultimately it's good for CONCACAF, uh, for him to go to another CONCACAF uh, country. Uh, I think we're gonna, it's going to start to get a little bit, as it has gotten a little bit more challenging for the, the top CONCACAF uh, teams to, to be as dominant as they've been in the past. So, I don't know. I think it's ultimately it's a good sign for CONCACAF uh, that, uh, that, they, that Paraguay got a manager like Osorio. Well, there you go. To, to me, because there used to be this, and I hope I'm remembering the correct team. It might actually be Bolivia, but there used to be, I want to say, on Paraguay. Um, hold on. Uh, I'm, doing, I'm doing my Googles right now. Do your Googles, always, during the podcast. Always. I mean, you have to. I hope, <laughs> I hope, I hope this is picking up the keystrokes, because I, I could have just done this online. I seriously could have just done this online. On my cell phone, I'm the worst. Ah, what is his name? What's his name? Okay. Santa Cruz. Tito Van. Yes. Boom. That is my dude. Like, yeah. That dude was, <laughs> was. He's like 15 levels of crazy. And, you know, I mean, I could bring up. I could bring up Roque, Roque Santa Cruz. Who's, he's fine. He's fine. But he's not like the fucking crazy that Chilaver was. And um, I feel like people used to more talk about Paraguay. Uh -huh. And now that's kind of dropped off. So I could see their FA just like looking at Osorio and saying, we're just going to slide you a bunch of money. We're going to give you, basically we're going to give you 
all the money, all the glory, all the autonomy that Mexican F.A. weren't going to quite give you. And that's why he ends up there. Right? Yeah, sure. You know? I mean, that just kind of is what that is. Like, if, you know, like a lot of... And it's kind of like the thing that I wish more... If I gave a shit that the United States would do, which is just really you know, build a project off of somebody and say, here's what we're trying to do over the next five or 10 years. I feel like part of the reason why Klinsman didn't quite work out is that they never really gave him exactly what he needed to really make a team. They gave him like up to a point, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, as, as long as you do that, you can't be like too surprised that, that you get these like very random results. <laughs> to your uh, significant others pretty soon you know fall asleep um do all that good stuff give me y'all's opinion on this i know that myself and hector have gone back and forth on this a lot and i know that uh alan doesn't necessarily give a shit but yes um i myself remember saying that like i hate the idea of at least relying on rooney and slatan in major league soccer Am I just wrong, though? Uh, yes. And All right, so that was Specialist in uh, Failure in uh, uh, episode uh, one. We're going to have the podcast now. Just yes. Yeah, um, no. Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, honestly, I, I could see how you would feel that way initially, but they seem to be producing at, like, uh, like at a fairly regular clip, and, like, they seem to be big parts of both both the teams that they're in so for me like as long as they're producing it kind of i i have no problem with it so i want to revise it then at the very least and hector you can like weigh in on this now because i want to hear your dulcet tones if you're not still like if you're not still too emotional from osoro um no i will let you know okay yeah if you start if you start crying i'll just turn off the tape (laughs) for a second you know, well, I'll play some he, like I'll play some like pleasant music over it or some shit. Like he weeps pretty gently, so it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll, it'll be. They won't even notice that much. Um, their ability to pay your Zlatans like six or eight million or whatever reduces their ability to bring in a slightly higher class of player. Do you think, at least? So can we, if we can't, if we're going to like bring these people in and say that this is not necessarily a retirement league, Zlatan, it seems to be working hard. Rooney seems to be working hard. That's fine. Can we do something where it is, I'm worried that this is like affecting their ability to like pay other players a bit more fairly. Is that fair? Yeah. I mean, I think it's fair, but I think we might just always see this, this um, at least in the near future, from teams like the Galaxy, <laughs> who just want the big names. Uh, like, they have the Dos Santos brothers, they have Zlatan. Like, they're, that's what they, that's the way that they want to win. They want to win with the players that are also going to 
they want to sell tickets first and then win. Uh, whereas other teams like Atlanta uh, are building their their success differently. Uh, I think it's just going to depend on the on the club. Um, I think the Rooney thing's really working out. Rooney seems to really be enjoying himself a little bit more than Zlatan. Zlatan looks like the guy that just like he just shows up, and I, I feel like he's just like driving by the stadium, the, the StubHub Center, and he just like decides to play pickup ball with the the team <laughs> that's playing there at the time. I feel like that's the way he sees it. Um, but Rooney, I feel like he's really embraced his. Um, his role and his teammates. At least that's what it looks like from from a, from afar. Um, but uh, but yeah, like you were saying, I wasn't really excited about either of these guys coming to MLS. Uh, I'd like to see the league be more of it, like its own thing, and stop being seen as a retirement league. But um, I don't know if that's going to stop, especially with uh, the appeal of a of a of a of a player that's seen his better days in in Europe looking for a place to make some cash and like and um, some some extra celebrity because or you are beginning obscurity. to see you are beginning to see some goodbyes right um in MLS um like you have Vela um you have the Dos Santos brothers you have Bella, Bella. um you have what's his face uh, Martinez <laughs> Love, love what's <laughs> Great guy. Good, good overall player. Right. Martinez, though, the dude who just um, broke the MLS scoring record for Atlanta. Yeah. Um, and then you have also crazy shit. Like, you have uh, Blessing, like I was discussing with you before, who makes something like, what, like 80? 80 or 90 or something like that. And he's... I think this is a player who could command, like, in my opinion, like, you know, two or three times that, you know, in some, in some leagues. So I just, is it that they're attracting a better class of player? And if you are going to keep doing this, if you are going to keep getting like success at this, you know, maybe just see if it's like, is this affecting your ability to, you know, pay out for, you know, a slightly better class of player? Because like the, the, the kind of like the level, the playing level in MLS is like much better than like, you know, even like three or four years ago. Is that like a fair assessment, do you think? Hector Acevedo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say so. I think, uh, I think the success of a team like Atlanta will um, push other teams to dig a little deeper when they're looking for for talent in other countries. Uh, I think you're seeing teams uh, look at South, take chances on um, some younger South American players, um, which uh, I'll, I'll, I feel like they're doing it more so now. Um, you, you have LAFC uh, going to Portugal, to Italy, uh, to Uruguay and getting young players uh, that aren't really high profile, but they seem to think that they're going to fit into this squad, and they actually do. But, I mean, I think we're going to start seeing more of that, which is good. I'd like to see more 
like Central American players, South American players, African players, um, even some like players from the championship in England, which we have seen as well, come over to MLS, develop here. And there's nothing wrong with seeing MLS as like uh, a stepping stone to a, a, a bigger league um, for, for a young player. And um, yeah, yeah, I think. I think that's the move. You, you can think you can think whatever you want to think, Alan. It's okay. We're friends here. <laughs> uh, God, uh, let's see. No, uh, I I agree with Hector's point for the most part. Um, it, it I don't think it's a bad thing that it's like it can become this like stepping stone kind of league. But it's also I don't know. There there's I feel like generally a lot more MLS games are exciting now. You know, like these. I don't mean, I don't know if that's like a lack of uh, defensive prowess, but like these things seem to just be like consistent, like goal scoring fest. Yeah, I think this year like, that's one of the, the things that's been really noticeable that the, there's been a lot of investment in, in offensive players, attackers, uh, but the defenses are not at the same level. So uh, we're getting a lot of goals. So. I mean, chicks take the long ball and chicks take the goals, and so do guys. That's true. Well, I didn't like. I I didn't really quite expect uh, this this podcast to take such a sexist turn, um, Hector. Like, <laughs> I'm actually quite impressed. I thought I thought, I thought we'd have to be. <laughs> I thought we'd have to be like five episodes deep before that to happen. But like, I'm. That, that's good. That's good. No, um, I hear what you're saying, um, but I, I actually do see, like, a better, I, I still think, like, I, I, I still feel like we're a tiny, a tiny bit missing that, almost like that tactical aspect sometimes of soccer. There's not enough, like, still not enough hold-up play, um, so it almost tends to look like, uh, like, a bunch of, like, U23 matches, <laughs> which is not like necessarily a bad thing it's not necessarily a bad thing but you know it's like it's all like going forward it's you know I could you you won't you still won't necessarily confuse it for a premiership match but you know right. you are seeing some like really good skills you're seeing some like really like great uh, goals from like outside the box you know you are seeing yeah. some, you are seeing some really good some really good link-up play and things like that. So there are some definite, there are some definite improvements right now. No, there's, 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 there's flashes. You see it. Uh, but yeah, no, you're, you're right. I think maybe seeing a little, seeing not only diversity in the players that are coming in will benefit the league, but also seeing new coaches come in and bringing new ideas. Like again, to go back to Atlanta, having Tata Martino come in, um, not just like getting Bruce Arena to be your manager again, or uh, or other managers that are just like the revolving door of MLS managers. Right. Uh, I think that'll also help uh, improve the game and bring different uh, tactics. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see. I just think that you know, kind of at this point. It is clear that where we already have like an NFL situation where you're not necessarily going to play every team every year. So I think we just and there's never going to be relegation. So 
Uh, MLS is going to end up being its own beast. I just kind of wonder what beast that is. Um, That's fair. Yeah. I like to be fair. Um, <laughs> fair and balanced. Fair and balanced. That's Maurice. That's fair and balanced. On this week, uh, we're heading into actually the international break this week, right? Yeah, we're in it. We're in the thick of the international yeah, break right yeah. now. I feel very cosmopolitan and just I have a lot more knowledge of the world during international break. Yeah, I just hope no one gets hurt. That's where I'm at with it. I, just a little hope, I hope emotionally I don't get For the international break, but you know, that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it always, like, whenever this happens, it always just feels weird waking up with, like, no purpose whatsoever on Saturday. <laughs> it's like, what am I going to do today? Yeah. Like, I'm why such, am I even up? I am such a boring motherfucker. <laughs> like, I seriously, like, I, like, I, you know, like, I, I don't get what what attracts my girlfriend to me. Like, it's just like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even into me. I don't know. I mean, it's I your think. code. It's your code. I don't know. That's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, waking up at, at 7 a.m. or for Alan, waking up at 4 a.m. to watch a football game really does make you seem a lot more interesting. Yeah, I, I have like such like a lack of temporal, um, you know, permanence that like alan could tell me that he like he wakes up at 2 a.m for games and i'd be like oh wow oh that seems early <laughs> i just I, i'd just be like oh, okay yeah that seems early as shit i feel sorry for you he tells me like uh, he could tell me like 6 a.m he could t he tell me 6 a.m he could tell me 1 a.m and i just would not question him pretty much yeah i mean i what it's proven to me is I do have the dedication to do something on a Saturday, like, if I really want to. I don't have the dedication to do shit. This is just, like, a really rough work week. And then I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I want to spend this international break doing. Like, I want to have one of those, like, Mourinho-style, like, halftime talks with my fantasy team. Because those motherfuckers, <laughs> they've been letting me down. They've been letting me down tough. Like, I can't have this. I can't have this. Like, throughout the world, like, they're, like, probably, like, if you had to, like, list where all of us are, like, throughout for, like, the world, I think we're, we're probably, like, just, like, a little, let, let, let me bring up the premiership table right now. I'm going to kind of put us at, like, at, like, a firm, like, Crystal Palace or Cardiff City. <laughs> if you were to rank our fantasy teams against the world, yeah. Oh my God, this is where it's we not are. good. Like we're like I mean, we're, we're like we're not good. We're not even like we're not even like a wolves right now. But our our inconsistency is so good that the league is actually competitive between all three of us. Yeah, correct. So you know, knock on wood. I feel very happy, you know, except for the fact, except for all those times when, like, I'm really sad and about to burst into tears. Yeah, that's a that's a good um, international break resolution to have. 
I just want to figure out because, like, they're seriously, like, I keep, like, looking at, like, the entire table. There are people who, like, come away with, like, 170 points, like, per week or something like this. And it's just, <laughs> what cheat code shit are you doing here? Because, like, but because seriously, like, it'll do something like, like, their entire team is somehow populated with, like, all scrubs who just happen to do really well that week. I mean, clearly, somebody's doing the statistics better than, uh, better than us, yeah. better than me. Definitely better than Hector, like, what do we, like, what do we, what are we hiring Hector for, though? We can get another friend. Um, <laughs> uh, well, oh, God, but. And those are the questions that we just shouldn't ask. Yeah, like, I Okay, yeah, that's probably, that, again. I, I think even that is the most controversial topic for this podcast. Yeah, That'll let's, be let's, true to let's like, probably, four. let's save that, let's save that for, like, maybe, like, mid-season or something like that. Like, after, like, let's let people warm up for a few episodes before we start asking, like, what the actual value of Hector is. Yeah, after, once, once the podcast gets, uh, relegated to Europa League from Champions League, uh, <laughs> Because we didn't get out the group stage, then that's fair. That's then we can talk you're, about it. Yeah, you're so right. You're always right, except for all those times that you. <laughs> I was like, wait, are you still talking about Hector? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, all right. So I would like to thank everybody for recording this uh, this episode of Specialist and Failure. I feel very good about um, ourselves, especially you guys. Uh, thanks for keeping this fun, keeping this lively. Um, yeah. Uh, um, how, how are y'all feeling about it? Uh, let's do it again. Run it back. Yeah, run it back. Let's do it one uh, more time. All right. So my did co- any of this record? <laughs> my controller okay, was on. Cool. So like, all right. Yeah. So just try. <laughs> yeah. Try to remember everything that you just said, and I'll hit record this time. Okay. Cool. Got it. <laughs> y'all, y'all good okay. with that? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. That'll work. <laughs> that'll work. <laughs> all right. That'll work. You, so you family is poor. You family is poor. So again, uh, where Specialist in Failure came from, I'm not even going to like even reveal. Like, I, I just want somebody to like read this like title and like just die laughing at it. So like, we won't even give. I will say that the person who came up with the title, who had like the bolt of lightning, was Hector. So yeah, Hector. generally Hector will be there for Hector. It. Hector is the for man of the match on that one. Um. Yeah, again, this grew out of this uh, talk that, um, out of this, like, kind of, like, chat that myself, Alan Akish, and Hector Acevedo have had for about going on, like, a little over six years now. Um, Thank you for sitting with all of us. Uh, This was Specialists in Failure. And have a very pleasant fortnight. (laughs) That's, That's when the next podcast will be recorded in a fortnight. (laughs) <laughs> I have no idea. I'm, I'm just trying to think of something slick to end with. Anyway, ciao. Peace. Bye.